You're now listening to the Live Different Podcast with Matt Wilson. What's up, Live Different Podcast listeners? I am here to tell you a little bit about something new we have launched via Under 30 Experiences, our new line of custom experiences open to any age, bringing together communities around the world. Literally, if you are a blogger, a fitness coach, a yoga teacher, or someone who has a community that you want to bring together to go on an amazing trip somewhere across the world, you should bring them down to Costa Rica. You should bring them down to Tulum, Mexico. We will organize your trip to Bali. We will go out there with Iceland with you and up to 20 of your closest friends, followers, community members, open to all ages, custom-experiences.com. That's what's new with me and the whole Under 30 Experiences crew. If you haven't seen it, check that out, as well as our new trip to Thailand. You guys are going to love 10 days from Bangkok up to Chiang Mai in the Highlands and down to the glorious islands of Thailand and Southeast Asia. Check us out, under30experiences.com. And now, back to your regular scheduled programming. Hey guys, it's Matt Wilson, host of the Live Different Podcast and co-founder of the travel community, Under 30 Experiences. As you guys may have already know, we take 21 to 35-year-old people all over the world, and this podcast is my side project my creative expression where I look to bring the things that I have learned traveling to people around the world, whoever wants to listen in on iTunes, whoever wants to listen on YouTube. This is a side project, uh, not necessarily something part of Under 30 Experiences, but five years ago, I took off from my busy, fast-paced stressful, unhealthy life in New York City, which was honestly very superficial and was able to find meaning in my life, was able to live a, uh, figure out a way to live a healthy lifestyle and completely just changed my entire life, changed everything that I knew and have learned a ton in these five years on the road. And now this is my opportunity to pay this forward. Of course, we still have our trips where people can come and experience these things in places like Costa Rica, Bali, Peru, and Machu Picchu, Iceland, all over the world. Yet I really want to break down the lessons learned in this new experimental podcast series I'm going to go over everything that I've learned in order that I learned it because I went traveling and honestly, I didn't know shit. I am not even close to the same person that I was five years ago before I started this journey and this is an opportunity for me to be able to tell this story, the stories that I have and the lessons that I've learned So we're going to go over anything far ranging from yoga and meditation, which I've studied extensively, uh, to today's episode on minimalism, to things like organic foods, uh, 
even things that I've now started getting getting started getting into, uh, such as how to grow your own food. Right, I am a biohacker. Was sponsored by Bulletproof. Uh, have done things like test my DNA um, to see what the optimal diet for me to eat is. All sorts of crazy stuff. Usually I wear blue blockers to shield the blue lights from my eyes because I know that it uh, is a detriment to my quality of sleep. And as this gets better, I will get more relaxed. I will get better equipment to be able to do this. And these things are only going to get better and better. So I'm really excited to start to share with you this podcast series from the Live Different Podcast. Today, kicking it off on minimalism, there are going to be blog posts on under30experiences.com. I am also going to be doing follow-up interviews with people who have mentored me or virtually mentored me on things like minimalism. I'm talking uh, about people like Leo from Zen Habits. We just had Chris Gillibu on, uh, the famous author from everything from $100 Startup uh, to The Art of Nonconformity. We want to bring these people on who have made an impact in my life, interview them about what they've learned traveling, what they've learned Uh, becoming the best versions of themselves. And that's what I'm here to share with you guys today. So bear with me. Uh, This is going to be a new YouTube series as well as the usual Live Different podcast on iTunes. Thanks for bearing with me. I appreciate it. So I want to kick off my story of minimalism. So I lived in a 39th floor apartment in Lower Manhattan, a block from Wall Street. Uh, It was called 20 Exchange. You guys can Google it and check it out. And uh, it was just filled with douchey people. Let's just say that. And and no judgment against those people, but it was very superficial place. It was just... It just sucked. Like, I don't know if you guys know what living in New York is it is all about. Uh, and and I'm really creating, painting with broad strokes here. But yeah, it can be superficial. Try dating in New York. It's extremely superficial. Try working in New York. It's all about chasing the dollar. It's all about working hard. And of course, then you have the concept of playing harder, which for better or for worse, usually for worse, is not so sustainable. And it was not sustainable in my life. And uh, I learned a lot of lessons from that. So I went on my first solo trip to Iceland. Amazing country. Saw volcanoes and glaciers and uh, geysers. Went hiking and ice climbing and super jeeping. And saw the sun set at midnight and just had all these revelations, but spent time in nature. That's going to be a big theme of this podcast. Uh, Getting back to our natural environment, this series is going to be a lot about that. And that will lead me into minimalism, which I'm going to talk to you guys about. So I went on this random trip. This was under 30 experiences was not anything was not born whatsoever 
and I was just able to connect with so many interesting people who had values like I wanted. They were living, they were travelers. They were living the life that I always saw myself living or maybe not always saw myself living, but it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. And I said, shit, I really want to start living that type of life. I want to have real connections with people. You know, again, all my friends in New York were like, oh yeah, dude, let's hang out. Uh, let's meet at 9 p.m. at the same bar and have the same conversation and talk about what celebrity is going to be at what party and chase women and do all sorts of other things that I was just over at that time. So when I went to Iceland, it just opened up my mind to a meaningful experience that I wanted to have myself and figure out a way that I could really dive deep into that and then be able to pay that forward to other people. At the time, I was co-founder of a very popular website, under30ceo.com. We had half a million readers every single month. We really had figured out web traffic, social media, all of these strategies. And we said, shit. I went back, talked to my co-founder, Jared O'Toole, and I said, hey, what do you think we run a retreat to Iceland for our blog readers and meet them, really try to form community around what we do. And this was a website for young entrepreneurs, publishing news, advice, articles, interviews, etc. trying to help young people. But this was the next level of our community. And he kind of shrugged his shoulders. And I think he said yes. He might have said no. But I convinced him. And sure enough, uh, well, five years later, I'm still in Costa Rica. I'm still abroad. We have close to 25 full-time employees at the time of this recording and growing and have made incredible impact on all sorts of young people from all walks of life. And uh, we're extremely part of that, uh, proud of that. So what did I do? Packed it up. I was just done. Uh, I actually got a notice in the mail that my rent was going to go up to $3,500 a month. I was sharing it with a buddy of mine named Vinny. Vinny, I love you, but we had to part ways at some time. And uh, yeah, just kind of had my middle finger up to the world moment, or at least up to New York City, and kind of just went out and said, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna travel. Now, I was in the unique opportunity where I was already making money online. I had a paycheck, not a huge paycheck by any means, but I had a salary that I was making and it was virtual. So I don't expect you to learn how to be a minimalist today and go out and quit your job or, or move to Iceland or uh, go to Buenos Aires like Tim Ferriss suggests in the four-hour work week. That's fine. You can, this is about, minimalism is about creating space in your life, creating space for new things, creating mental space where you can be less stressed, 
where you can think about the things that matter, where you can spend time with the people who matter doing things that you feel matter. And that's what minimalism is all about. It's not about having four pairs of underwear and looking like a hippie and walking around barefoot everywhere, which debatably I might do all of those things. I do have more than four pairs of underwear. No. What it's about is being able to create that space and then allowing things, new things into your life that are meaning. So look around and see what shit you don't want and throw it out. It sounds easy. No, sounds hard, but it really is just that easy if you execute. It's a great concept, but you got to do it. So uh, how do you go about throwing things out, right? So, well, I could just look at what's behind me. All right. Do I need four different types of bug spray? No. I could throw it out. I could throw some of it out. I could donate a lot of that. That's a very important point here. Yes, you can donate, but you get the picture. Sometimes throwing it out is a little bit more empowering. However, the right thing to do is to donate it to somebody in need because you don't need to have your middle finger up like I did. I literally took my mattress in New York City, threw it into the freight elevator, and told the doorman, yeah, you can leave it at the curb. And he was like, really? This looks like a decent mattress. I was like, you don't want to know what happened on that mattress. So off I went to Iceland. Uh, but back to back to how to throw your stuff out. Look at it. Look around at what it is. You got a sloth? Is this sloth from an X? If it is, throw it out. Now, what's going to happen? It's going to be a little bit difficult. That is going to be difficult because you are going to feel emotionally attached probably to this item just as you do everything. And I've worked with a lot of people on starting to minim become minimalists and throw stuff out and it is not easy for them. What's not always super easy for me, but if you get the value in it, and understand that everything that you own is categorized somewhere in your head. But like a file in a folder like you would have on your computer. There is a hard drive in your brain, basically. And you got to free up space. You got to get rid of it. So again, you can invite new things, new relationships, new experiences into your life. Because if you're full, you know, if your schedule is full, if your calendar is full, then there's no time. You know, if you are looking to be in a relationship and your house is extremely cluttered and you would be embarrassed to even have someone over, well, fuck, that's probably the first step in your relationship is to probably create a living space where somebody else might want to join you. Just a thought. Uh, if you're too busy, 
you know, if you're one of those people who are so busy, jammed with work and other commitments, whatever it is that you do occupying your 24 hours of the day, and you are looking for a relationship, that's just an easy example. Well, if you don't have any time to get yourself out there, well, then you're not going to have any time for uh, someone else. So if you are trying to free up space, become a minimalist, you can also be a minimalist on the number of commitments that you have, the number of hobbies that you have, right? And just by sheer math, if you reduce the number of hobbies that you have, you can start to throw out the number of possessions. I used to play golf. It's not me anymore. Sorry. I, I have better things to do than... Oh, don't get me going on golf. If you want to get going on golf, listen to Malcolm Gladwell's uh, Revisionist History podcast. He does an amazing piece on how every single golf course in Los Angeles is a private institution that barely pays taxes and only is for rich people. Meanwhile, the people of Los Angeles don't even have a place to uh, call a park or play soccer or anything like that. Anyway, side note, golf's not for me. So should I have golf clubs? No. Donate them. Sell them on eBay. Do whatever you got to do. I suggest a couple books. I'm going to flip to my notes here. And all of this is going to be on under30experiences.com slash blog on my article on minimalism. So I just read two excellent books on the subject uh, by a Japanese woman named Marie Kondo. Now, Marie Kondo has been on Tim Ferriss's podcast. He's been uh, Bulletproof with Dave Asprey. He's been on, she has been on a lot of really big publications uh, talking about the concept of tidying up. And also her second book is called Spark Joy. Amazing concept that if it does not spark joy in your life, why do you have it? She says, look at everything and say, all right, water bottle, does this spark joy in my life? It does because this thing hydrates me because it's glass and it is BPA free. Uh, because I have stickers of my favorite brands on there. So that sparks joy for me. If I look at something else, the cat. This cat does not spark joy for me. I don't really like this fucking cat. Uh, I wonder how much I will serve. I will swear on this podcast. Anyway, for dramatic effect, I could throw it out. Donate it. Give it to a little Costa Rican kid here where I live. She'll probably love it. Bye-bye, cat. Pretty easy, simple solution. So there's a lot of people that you can look into when it comes to this subject. I'm going to give you a few resources because I'm not going to make a whole video or record an entire podcast on all the nitty-gritty tactics, right? Tactics are the things that you do one by one. I can give you some action items for sure, but 
I want to talk about big picture strategy. I want to talk about the why behind it. Because if you understand the why, then you are most likely able to know how. Because you know, because you know why you're doing it. You feel importance. You place importance, and then it becomes a habit, and it becomes a value. So, uh, first great one to read, of course, a book that I read in 2007, Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Workweek. He talks about, yeah, put your stuff in storage. Guess what? Storage uh, containers, they're expensive. The more stuff you have, the more expensive your monthly bill. So you're probably going to be now financially motivated to reduce the amount of stuff you have. That's great. All right. Maybe start selling stuff on eBay. Again, you have a financial incentive to start making money. Get rid of stuff. I think that's great. So those are two little Tim Ferriss tips. There's a ton more. Um... I want to talk about Leo. I'm not going to try to uh, pronounce Leo's last name, but the guy from Zen Habits. We are in contact right now. I'm really hoping we can get Leo onto the podcast, but he writes some amazing stuff on Minimalist. Again, I'll link this up on under30experiences.com. And of course, you got Josh and Ryan from The Minimalist. These guys have excellent resources on how to go about throwing your stuff out. Of course, like I said, you have Marie Kondo, the two books that I referenced also, Under 30 Experiences staff member, and Live Different Podcast producer, Eric Aguirre, has an excellent ebook on minimalism. You can check that out. Uh, then you can... Listen in on an interview that I did called What's the Point of Money, Lifestyle, and Minimalism Explained by an OG professional minimalist and world traveler, Colin Wright of Exile Lifestyle. I'm very proud to have Colin on my podcast because he's been doing this, probably living abroad since 2004, blogging about it. Uh, He's a guy who used to have his uh, blog readers vote on the places where he would go next and he'd go there and write about it and share that with them amazing but of course a guy like that who's on the move all the time has to become a minimalist so i want to bring it back again to the why you're freeing up mental space here that category category of where is this, where is that, all over your home, all over your vehicle, all over your office, all over wherever else you might have stuff. That's all categorized. That, believe it or not, weighs on you mentally. I promise that that weighs on you mentally. That is archived somewhere. Because right now, right, my focus is to let go of all of the little things that are weighing me down so I can be completely free. In getting things done, this famous methodology, they talk about having a mind like water, which I've studied meditation quite extensively, and of course that's what it's about as well. You want to 
let go of these things and not have the same repeating mental dialogue over and over. You know, if I walk into my home and there's something that bothers me, I either need to fix it immediately, write it down so that it's out of my mind on, and onto paper, or I need to decide to say, screw it, I'm not going to let that bother me anymore and move on with my life. So that's the mental state that I'm trying to be in because then it allows me to do good work. It allows me to be mentally free to be creative, to, to write, to do things like this, to grow our business, to connect with people who matter, like I mentioned before, to just have fun without being stressed out all the time as I was previously. So I really wanted to hammer that point home on the why. But once you start cleaning out your closets, you're gonna notice how you just let that stuff go because each of these pieces of whatever it is material possessions they are linked with thoughts stored somewhere in your subconscious so if you're recalling that you know if you have look at an umbrella guess what you can recall when the last time you used that umbrella you can recall who you were with what you were doing blah 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 how does that umbrella make you feel where did you buy it did you buy it at Walmart and feel shitty about it? Or did you buy a nice umbrella and maybe feel good about it? So the point here is not, again, just to have no possessions, not have much, right? Because that could also be quite empty. But you want to have things that you love. For example, the shirt that I'm wearing right now. Nike from Bali. I love the shirt. I like how it fits. I like the design. I like the colors. I like the shirt. I love that it reminds me of Bali because it's an amazing place. So every time I put this on, I'm like, oh yeah, Bali. That was amazing. Oh, can you believe I went into that store and bought that? I can't believe that there was a Nike store in Bali. Blah, 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 blah. I could go on and on. But good vibes when I put on the shirt. Now you got an old shirt that you don't like so much, that you wore in a past relationship, that, uh, what else could you piss, you piss you off about a shirt? That just wasn't as nice as you believe that you deserve. That's a huge psychological barrier, right? If you're walking around in shirts that don't make you feel good, that you say, oh yeah, I bought another shirt at Walmart. This is great. Well, if you're wearing a shirt like that, that you don't particularly feel good about or is against your values because it was from Walmart or uh, was non-organic cotton or whatever you have against the damn shirt or it has a stain on it and you feel, oh, well, I'm just a slob. I'm just going to put on this stained shirt, hope nobody notices, kind of walk around in shame all day, that's probably not so good for 
your psyche. So if you can start getting rid of the things in your life that have that effect on you, that's what we're aiming to do. So again, action items. After you listen to this, you can go and just start throwing stuff out. I highly suggest those books by Marie Kondo. She talks about how Japanese people live in very small living spaces and have a very organized, uh, beautiful society. I think it's a really cool practice. Get rid of stuff that you don't use anymore. Uh, give it away to someone else who you think could use it better than you. Donate it, uh, like I mentioned, but just have a purge and practice letting go. And uh, that will create the space that you're looking for in your life. Especially if there's a big goal at the end of it, like sell X number of things to make money for X trip, right? That's amazing. Or, okay, get rid of all this shit in my closet. So hopefully a significant other comes along and wants to put their stuff in my closet. Sorry for harping so much on the relationship thing, but... It's a big deal to people, obviously, right? Or certainly if you listen to this podcast for a while, you'll hear me say this, go into your cupboard, go into your refrigerator and purge. Get rid of that stuff. If you're trying to attract a healthy lifestyle in your life, get rid of the sugar, get rid of the processed carbohydrates, get rid of the bullshit that you know it's bad for you. Don't save it for a rainy day. Don't save it for a cheat day. Simply throw it out. If it's going to make you feel shameful, if it's going to make you fat and slow and unhealthy, just get rid of it. Easy as that. I mean, it's easy for me to say, of course, you have to do the work. I think that's an awesome place to end. That's what I learned after my trip to Iceland. It ended up propelling me onto a five-year trip that is still going. Uh, I'm really grateful that you guys listened to this episode. I hope that you all become minimalists or at least make a dent in the amount of physical uh, and mental space that you guys need to be able to do out, go out and do great things. Uh, I'm Matt Wilson from Under 30 Experiences and the Live Different Podcast signing out. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Go on to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. I would really appreciate it. That helps other people find out about it. Go like it on YouTube. Put a comment. I will respond. I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Yo, Live Different Podcast listeners, you know what to do. You love the episode if you listened this far. Go to iTunes. Show us some love. Please, that's all we ask. A little five-star review. Just a little review. That's all we need. Send it to a friend who needs to get their ass in gear. We're trying to do good work here, and we need your help. Hey, you know what? Special offer. Send me an email personally. I will write back. Matt at under30experiences.com. I want to know your feedback, and then I want to meet you in person. Maybe our yoga retreat, maybe our fitness retreat, who knows? Check out under30experiences.com. Go do something awesome with your life.